Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Mark Zorl back again with the Plan Vision Podcast with another discussion with Jason Lynch on Roth IRAs. We've discussed just the general benefits of a Roth IRA and the Roth uh, IRA backdoor. We'll talk about uh, the Roth IRA conversion, which is the process of moving money from one IRA or a 401k or another type of tax advantage plan to a Roth IRA and when it might make sense to do that and some of the rules around that. So. I've got money in a 401k plan or an IRA or something like that. And I'm in a position where I can evaluate whether or not I want to keep my money in, in the 401k or the IRA and be subject to different, a different tax structure, or I can convert it to a Roth IRA. So let me try to describe this to you and you can maybe tell, tell me where I'm right or wrong on this. Mm-hmm. A Roth IRA conversion, or when you convert to a Roth IRA is typically done by somebody that has money in an account where they're going to be taxed on this account at some point later, typically in retirement, like if I have an IRA or a 401k or a 403b, and I think to myself, well, I don't want to pay taxes on it later, so I will convert it to a Roth. And when I convert it to the Roth, it's no longer subject to taxes, right? That's right. But when I do the conversion, what happens? You're paying the tax today. Oh, yes. So don't make that mistake. (laughs) <laughs> at least understand that oh, I got to pay the taxes on that. So th- that's an important consideration, right? At the time of conversion, I'm, I'm going to have to declare all that money as taxable income. Right. And, and just to point out the fact that if tax rates are the same at conversion and in the future, there's mathematically no difference whether you convert and pay the tax today or let it grow and pay tax when it comes out. Mathematically, there's no difference. Yeah, okay, okay. So when would it make sense to do a Roth conversion and when would it make sense to not do the Roth conversion? I'll go through some examples. Maybe you can add some and you can critique some of my comments here. First of all, it might make sense to do a Roth conversion if you just have a tiny account. If you've got an IRA that has 1,000 or 1,500 or 2,000 in it, you could probably go ahead and convert it in almost regardless of your tax situation. It's not that big of a deal. That's maybe in a situation where you just have a nuisance account out there and you want to get it to a Roth IRA. Probably not a big deal. Right. Agreed. Because you might have a a small 401k that was rolled out of your former employer. It was over a thousand dollars. It's been hanging around in a, in a traditional IRA for a few years and to clean it up, um, just go ahead, convert it, make it a Roth and and move on. Hey, here's a great idea. I, you know, I, I, as an example, I quit my job, right? And it's June and I've mm-hmm. got 150,000 in my 401k. I don't start my new job. I'm taking a couple months off and I'm going to start my new job. Hey, a period of time here, I'll just go ahead and convert my 150 or 50,000 of it to my, uh, my, uh, to a Roth IRA and they'll start my new 401k. Might sound good, but you're going to get hammered in taxes, right? You're going to get hammered by converting all that because now it's taxable income. And because you quit your job, you, you may not have much savings to pay the taxes when they come due. Yeah. So when you do a Roth conversion, whatever amount you convert is treated as taxable income in the year that you do the conversion. It is definitely. And for the, our friends that live in states that have high state yeah. tax rates, 
uh, you have to take into account more than just your marginal federal bracket. You got to yeah. think about your state as well. So in the case I gave where the person was quitting the job, starting a new one, even if let's just say their total income between the two jobs was $100,000 and they do another $100,000 conversion, big tax year for them. Yeah, it's, it's a big yeah. tax year. Yeah. So uh, you can do it and, and maybe people would look to do a Roth conversion in counts are small or maybe in years where they're, they're just not making a lot of money, they get laid off or whatever, or they're taking a break professionally for a period of time. Yeah, look, if, if you're on a sabbatical, um, you could tie and you have down a down year of income, you may want to convert some of your IRA at that point to a Roth in order to take mm -hmm. advantage of you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. Yeah. Now, really, the, the big the big feature of the potential Roth conversion are those people that are not working or whether they're in retirement or financial independence, and they're looking at the opportunity where their income is really low for many years of doing Roth. Well, it doesn't have to be many years. It can be a few years of doing Roth conversions, right? Yeah, exactly. Because if you are in a low tax bracket, look, we've got some very small uh, tax rates right now. And if you fill up those buckets that otherwise would be wasted, uh, then you're doing a good thing by filling up that, that lower tax bucket. Okay. Now, what happens to my money when I do the Roth conversion? Let's say that I am one of these people. It's 56. I retired. I don't really have a lot of reportable income, maybe even none. I'm just living off my cash or maybe some money from a brokerage account. And I convert, let's say, 75000 a year for four or five years. That's my plan. Mm -hmm. So now I took 75000 I converted it to the Roth can I access the, the, uh, the amount that I converted or what are the rules around that? Right. So you're coming up against the, what's called the five-year rule for Roth IRAs. So when you make your conversion, um, you have to leave that amount that was converted in there for five years, okay. at least five years, okay. because um, it's to prevent people from yep. converting and then immediately taking it out if they're under age 59 and a half. Yeah. And that makes sense. Now, if I'm one of these people, let's say I'm on, I even retire sooner than that. I retire at 48 and I have many years to do Roth conversions and I had a larger 401k plan. I've got other money to live off of. Now, each one of those 75,000, in the example, every, each one of those years that I do my conversion, does that create its own five-year time frame? Right. So each conversion does start a new five-year time frame. Yeah. Remember, though, that you can do your conversion by the extended due date of the, t of the return for the tax year you're looking at. For example, if I convert in March of year two, but it's, it's for year one, mm -hmm. my timetable started ticking back in I January see. of year one, I not see. the day okay. I converted. So let's see if my math is correct. It's really three years and like nine months in this case. Where yeah. You get, yeah. Okay. Give or take. Yep, okay. That's it. So I'm doing this Roth conversion. I've moved a lot of my money over time. And the benefits I'm going to get as a reminder is that this money will now grow tax-free for the rest of my life. It's not subject to required minimum distributions. Correct. Yeah. Right. And it, Plus, we have the, the tax arbitrage because yeah, if we exactly. believe, and, and that's the main thing of the Roth conversion, if you believe you'll be in 
a higher tax bracket when you otherwise would have taken out the, this um, traditional withdrawal, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're getting the benefit of tax arbitrage, meaning you're, you're paying yeah. taxes at a lower rate today than in the future. Well, the other things which are more, you know, can vary from person to person though, which are, I think, relevant factors here when you think about a financial plan and, and assets that you're gonna distribute. Uh, could you make an argument and you and I have talked about this, even in doing plans with our clients, where the Roth IRA could take a different posture in your portfolio. It could, depending upon the balances, you could afford to be more aggressive with the Roth and, and as such have higher re- expectations for rates of return. True? True. Because if we're putting our higher expected growth assets into the Roth, and remember, the Roth will grow tax-free, Yes. the value in the future is could be higher instead of having a static asset allocation between your traditional and your Roth. If you have your higher expected growth uh, assets in the mm-hmm. Roth, then yes, it, it would pay off a, a higher benefit. Okay, great. Good stuff, uh, Jason. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.